Good evening. 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 Board of meeting. This is uh, first Tuesday meeting. We do meet twice a month, first Tuesday. The third Thursday, first Tuesday at 6, third Thursday at 5. Uh, you're welcome to attend those meetings. Um, we also are being live streamed for those who would like to observe how we're doing the meeting or comfort their own home at their own time. So we welcome those persons too. We always ask our citizens to be engaged in the community and keep up what's going on. There's so much going on. Once again, the county is moving very rapidly. I'm going to go ahead and do this. Some of us are leaving the ACC convention, which is a convention of county commissioners. And we sit and compare those with other commissioners. I can simply say to you that Liberty County is a blessed community. Compare those with the other commissioners all over the state. We appreciate the opportunity to serve, and we appreciate the community God has given us to serve. So I had to go ahead and say that. Uh, certainly, we are honored to be back and honored to, to serve. <coughs> Mr. Brown, has the meeting been properly emphasized? Yes, sir, it has. Thank you so much. Uh, Mr. Hayes is here. Chairs are unanimous in line. We will now lead us in our prayer and our pledge of allegiance. Please stand now for the invitation. Good evening, Good evening, Chairman and Commissioners. Great day to be a Liberty County citizen. Let us bow our heads and go before the Lord. Father, we thank you on today for so many blessings that you bestowed upon us in this great county of ours. We ask now that as we go forth in this meeting that you would continue to bless us and watch over these great leaders, that you give them wisdom, that you would give them guidance, that you would give them understanding and compassion and give them the things that they need and keep them in good health as we go forth and grow this community in the way that you desire for it to grow. We give you this thanks and all praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> Pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation under God, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you, sir. Virginia, we all ask that we approve our minutes coming to the month of April. Commissioners, have you had time to review those minutes? So the chair entertain a motion to? So move, Mr. Chairman. Second. Motion and second. We approve the minutes for the month of April. Any discussion? Then all in favor, please raise your right hand. Thank you. Minutes for the month of April. We have our approval. Now it's a special time that we take time to set aside to recognize employees. So this at this meeting we are recognizing employees who have served us for five to ten years. So Mr. Brown, if you would lead us in that effort, we appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. It, it is a. It, it's great to be able to do this again. Uh, you know, unfortunately, uh, because of the pandemic, we aren't be able to have our annual awards luncheon. But hopefully, we can get back to that quickly. These are actually for the past year. Uh, the first folks that we'd like to recognize on here are 10, 10 year service award. Um, did you want to come down, come sir? Down. <laughs> No, you go at age before beauty. <laughs> Come on, beauty.
The first 10-year service award uh, is for Miss Joanne Downs. Did Joanne make it? She did not. Thank you. Thank you, Chief. Uh, the next person is. Yes. Uh, Mr. Martin's not here. Uh, Shannon Everett. Shannon is, yes. Um, the other 10-year folks that are not with us, uh, Rachel Costas, Corey Nadu, who's also the sheriff, uh, Catherine Poole, which is Kathy Poole, and Lakeisha Stevens. Uh, we're not able to be here tonight, so I wanted to make sure we mention those names. <laughs> On the five-year service awards, uh, the first person is Kevin Burgess. Miss Darlene Gonzalez, she's with the Clerk of Courts. Mr. James Henry is actually with Public Works. Mr. Deontay Hickerson. 
and he's with the recreation department. That way, yes, sir. Last of the five years also here with us is Mr. Stephen Ryan. Stephen will actually be moving over to your government buildings department in a few weeks. The others that were not able to be here with us uh, for five years, uh, Ms. Carla Hewitt, Matthew Henning, Earl Mapp, Shane Martin, and Joshua Tilly. And those are your five and ten-year folks. I told you I got Come your back, boss. This time I got you. <laughs> no fedoras. Okay. Proclamation. Beginning with EMS Week, followed by National Day of Prayer, and then Law Enforcement Appreciation. Next week, we reserve May 15th through the 21st for National EMS Week. Established in 1974 by President Ford, this week was set aside to recognize all our brave women and men and women of emergency medical services. Every year, there is a theme that is celebrated. This year's theme chosen has been named Rising to the Challenge. This is appropriate considering what the last two years have brought forth not to only to EMS, but how all of our lives were affected by the COVID-19 pandemic. Life as we knew it was put on hold for nearly two years. 
We were encouraged to hide our smiles behind a mask, not to shake hands or offer a hug. Keeping your distance from one another was the new norm. No one pr prepared us for what we were about to encounter, but as always, we rose to the challenge and came out stronger than before. I'd like to take this opportunity to recognize those who supported each one of us from the day we'd all decided we wanted to become an EMT. These are the unheard, unheard heroes and often the answers to our whys. The unheard of heroes are the families holding down the home front while their loved ones are dedicating their time to strangers in need. Without support from their families, it would be difficult to face these challenges every day. Whether you are a mother, a father, a brother, a sister, spouse, or significant other, I thank you. If you are a son or a daughter, I thank you. As my own daughter is the face of many EMS children who have had parents miss out on milestone achievements, birthdays and holidays, or maybe having to offer a comforting voice from just having a bad day when, they, when their day themselves wasn't much better. These men and women show up for you as they continue to show up for their community. Continue to be proud of them as I could not be more content with the occupation they chose. It takes a special person to do what they do. And there's no doubt they cannot do this without the support from people like you. Behind all of our great medics is a family member encouraging them, answering the question to why they do what they want to do. To our medics, I thank you. Next week is all about you and what you represent. I know you are sometimes tired and I know that the job isn't always easy. But I do want you to know that you and your families are valued. You all matter. Reflect on the lives you've touched. We all have a story. We all have made a legacy. We have all made a difference. Dr. Seuss is quoted, to the world you are one person, but to one person you may be the world. And I think that speaks volumes. I will continue to be beside each one of you every step of the way as you have been beside me, making a better version of myself than I was the day before, at least most of the days. Continue to rise to the challenge, no matter how big or small, and just like always, you will conquer it all. Thank you. This is a proclamation uh, by the Liberty County Board of Commissioners for EMS Week. Whereas emergency medical services are a vital public service, whereas the members of emergency medical service teams are ready to provide life-saving care to those in need 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and whereas access to quality emergency care dramatically improves the survival and recovery rate of those who experience sudden illness or injury, and whereas emergency medical services has grown to fill a gap by providing important out-of-hospital care, including preventive medicine, follow-up care, and access to telemedicine. And whereas the emergency medical service system consists of first responders, emergency medical technicians, paramedics, emergency medical dispatchers, firefighters, police officers, educators, administrators, pre-hospital nurses, emergency nurses, emergency physicians, trained members of the public, and other out-of-hospital medical care providers. And whereas the members of emergency medical services teams with a career volunteer engage in thousands of hours of specialized training and continuing education to enhance their life-saving skills. And whereas it is appropriate to recognize the value and the accomplishments of emergency medical services providers by designating Emergency Medical Service Week. Now therefore be it resolved that the Liberty County Board of Commissioners declare the week of May 15th through 23, 2022 as Emergency Medical Services Week with the EMS strong theme, this is EMS, caring for our communities. So declared on this third day of May, 2022. Crystal, Crystal, if you would just come to the, to the edge of the stairs there. We'll do that, let's do it and we'll sign them all.
in succession. <coughs> National Day of Prayer. Hang right there, Crystal. This is a proclamation for National Day of Prayer. Whereas on this National Day of Prayer, we look to you. In the darkness, you are our light. In the storm, you are our anchor. In our despair, you are our hope. In our confession, you are our wisdom. In time of terrorism, you are our shield. In time of war, you are our peace. In time of uncertainty, you are the rock on which we stand. And whereas National Days of Prayer have been part of our country's heritage since the first one was declared by the Continental Congress in 1775. The law was amended in 1988 and signed by President Reagan to be the first Thursday of May each year. And whereas the National Day of Prayer was created by an act of Congress and is therefore intended for all people of faith to pray to the God of their understanding. And whereas prayer has helped pull people through struggles and fears of every kind and also serves as a wonderful way to express love, gratitude, and concern, whether in private or amongst family and friends. Throughout our nation's history, leaders have urged citizens of faith to pray for our land and those who defend our freedom at home and abroad. For many, prayer is a part of their daily lives, and today we join together across our country in uniting in prayer. And now therefore I, Donald L. Lovett, Chairman of the Liberty County Board of Commissioners, do hereby recognize May 5th, 2022, as National Day of Prayer in Liberty County, and urge all citizens to take part in this event and participate fittingly in its observance. Signed on the third day of May, 2022. If you want to come and extend your invite, I'm going to stand behind Crystal. I will. Uh, just want to invite everyone out to come out on this Thursday. We'll be over at First United, uh, Hinesville First United Methodist Church, right down the street on the corner on the circle, uh, 11 11.30 a.m. Uh, for the National Day of Prayer. We've got several pastors that will be coming in and that will be speaking and uh, leading us in words of prayer for our community, for our schools, uh, for our for uh, our nation, and various things that are affected by the prayers. The Bible reminds us that the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous avails much. So we believe that, we stand on that, and we believe that prayer is vital to our community. So we invite everyone to come out on this Thursday, 1130, at Hinesville First United Methodist Church. Law Enforcement Appreciation Week. Yes, sir. This is a proclamation in recognition of Law Enforcement Appreciation Week, May 11th through the 17th, 2022. Whereas Liberty County law enforcement officials and public safety officers are brave and dedicated individuals who protect our citizens, families, and our communities here in Liberty County. And whereas these men and women serve on the front lines of public safety, are prepared to face uncertainty and danger for the sake of protecting our neighbors. And whereas Liberty County's law enforcement officials and public safety officers face intense challenges and make profound sacrifices to ensure the safety of all citizens and play a critical role in keeping us safe and putting themselves at risk during the COVID-19 pandemic. And whereas law enforcement officials face increased scrutiny, yet continue to perform their duties with dignity and honor. <clears throat> And whereas Liberty County continues to train and develop the best law enforcement officers and public safety officials, and because of their hard work and devotion, Liberty County remains a safe and welcoming county in which to live, work, and play. And whereas the service of the Liberty County Sheriff and its dedicated team helps maintain our county's well-being. These individuals provide an invaluable service and should be recognized for their commitment and bravery. Now, therefore, be it resolved, the Liberty County Board of Commissioners do hereby recognize the Liberty County Sheriff's Office 
and encourages all residents to recognize and appreciate the outstanding service provided by our sheriff, his deputies, and staff to our community. Furthermore, the Liberty County Board of Commissioners hereby proclaims the week of May 11th through 17th, 2022, as a law enforcement week in Liberty County. It witnessed, therefore, I, Donald Lovett, have unto set my hand and caused the seal of the county to be affixed this second day of May in the year of our Lord, 2022. That was actually typed yesterday. So. You, Sheriff. We'd just like to say thank you for everything that uh, the commissioners do for us and our citizens. Uh, we, let, we enjoy our job. We wouldn't do it for the, just to pay. We do it because we have passion and concern for our citizens, our children, and we want our neighborhoods to be safe for everybody to come and enjoy Liberty County and feel like they are protected. So thank you all and thank the community for everything, all the support, and we really appreciate them. You will be able, if you want to bring your, your support team, you can in just a second. But Crystal, if you come around, we'll start with you. We'll do a photo op. Commissioners, if you come in. <clears throat> I don't think they want to stand up with you. They <laughs> might don't want to be recognized. <laughs> hey, hey. Uh, one at a time. Somebody come up here. We need to move down this way, son. I need to move here. 
Yeah, right here with no, you stand by my county commissioner. All right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hello. How you doing, man? Can you see anybody? Can you see? Yeah. <laughs> okay, there you go. Three, we said, who let the dogs out? <laughs> 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 All right. The count of three. One, two, three. Chicken feet. One, two, three. Go dogs. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Let's say go Tigers. <laughs> 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 okay. One more. All right. One, two, three. One, two, three. All right. I hope you, when you, hey, Mr. Moses, I hope night when you go to sleep, you don't count one, two, three. Y'all let us sleep at night. <laughs> I don't have any opposition. Your justice taken care of. Who? I heard that. Hey, Flash. He tells me. Thank you, all of our public safety people, man. You said what? Yes, sir. Justice taken care of. Oh, yeah. Bottle of water. Let's get close up. Better get Because of what you all do, we're able to sleep at night. Thank you. Thank you. Crystal, and whatever you do, you help us wake up at night. <laughs> <laughs> he said, whatever you... Help us wake up. <laughs> I won't sleep too long. Donald, <laughs> <laughs> right. was you ever an EMT? Did you no, no, sir. Ride that wagon? I didn't do that. What was that sitting back there? In, in the old days, I would ride with them, but the laws changed and we couldn't do it anymore. I can't mm. see that gentleman right there with them glasses and that little go to you. Who is that? Ooh. Thank you, sir. On that end right there. That hurt him? Mm-mm. Nah. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. John? All right. Yeah. All right. John. LCPC, if you will, please. Rezoning petitions need to go into public hearing. Yes, sir, please. Is the chair intending motion I'll to go Mr. out of chair? Second. Second. All in favor, raise your right hand, please. We're now in public hearing. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. You all have been busy lately. We sure have. <laughs> Jeff couldn't be here, so he asked me to come and lately. fill in, so you guys bear with me. Yeah. You'll do fine. Um, today I have a petition that was initiated by the LCPC to rezone 137.21 acres of land from R3 and B1 and A1 to AR1. Um, about 9.6 acres, more or less, um, was already zoned AR1. You guys actually approved this at last month's meeting. Um, so the rest of this I'll talk about is just the, the remaining portion of, of the property. Um, about 5.3 acres, more or less, is to be um, rezoned from B1 to AR1, and the remaining acreage is approximately 127 acres to be rezoned from A1 and R3 to AR1. The R3 and the B1 zoning occurred in 2006 for townhomes in a small commercial strip along Lewis Frazier Road. Um, the next slide just shows we had to put out the legal ads and our signs, the rezoning sign posted there on Lewis Frazier. The next slide um, pretty much is just the vicinity map showing the property 
Um, of course, this piece here is what you guys already did. Mm -hmm. um, the next slide just shows the current zoning, and you can see the lighter green um, area is the AR1, and the little pink strip there is the B1, and the yellow is the R3, which they're wanting to conform it with the AR1, which is all in the area. Um, the next we have um, the zoning analysis, and I'll just go through this quickly with you. Yes, the property has reasonable economic value as currently zoned. Yes, it conforms with JLS. Um, does the property use conform to the Liberty County Comprehensive Plan? Uh, no, the future land use maps um, showed this area as residential, high density, and commercial due to that 2006 rezoning that I mentioned earlier. Um, this property would not have an adverse effect on the value and usability of nearby properties. Um, yes, the proposed use is suitable uh, view of nearby uses. And no, it would not create an undue burden on transportation, streets, transit, schools, or utilities. Um, this would not allow a short-term gain at the expense of our local and long-term goals. Uh, no, this would not create a domino effect. Uh, next one is no, we um, do not know of any historical sites which would be adversely impacted. <clears throat> This parcel is in a flood zone. Um, it is not considered spot zoning. And are there any unique conditions which support approval or denial? Yes, the R3 and the B1 districts are not compatible with the surrounding agricultural areas that's already in place there. And the LCPC staff recommends approval with standard conditions. And I'll do my best to answer any questions that you have. Okay. Um. <clears throat> this is not a question, it's a statement. I'm, I'm going to um, be very frank with you all. Jerry, I think, and I know some of you commissioners have been on the commission for a while, are, are much better in tune, but sometimes when they're giving out all the zoning, <laughs> the, all the zonings, I'm having to think which is which. So it would be good to have a cheat sheet. Um, Maybe that's something you guys could do for us. Okay. Um, yeah, I'd like to have one right here, you know, so that I can better keep up with, with what each zone is because. Oh, oh, as far as the zoning type. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Land yes, use. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. Because I have to listen closely to make sure I'm where, where, where they are. This is this okay. is the remainder of that piece that mm -hmm. Aaron Duncan was in here about, and y'all said, hey, we might as well go ahead and do the whole thing. I remember so that. PC <laughs> followed up on the. Uh, on the final session. Yeah. He was going to do the little old MacDonald had a farm thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. Mr. Chairman, uh, let me ask uh, a question. Um, can you go back to that very first picture? I mean, just the um, map? Color, yeah. Right in there is behind that, let's just say, on the very, mm. I guess, the west end there, is that where the. Uh, Where's the project going in there for that Josh Wheeler come in here for? Um, it's further back up. Oh, it's further up. It's Which back. way? It's playing the work. Hold on just a minute. Right back up in here. So it joins that piece right, right there now? Yes. Well, I, I remember 
back, Lloyd Murray was here, and he wanted it zoned for, I think it was going to be condom, I mean condominiums or something. And uh, because we had talked to him about maybe going, I think there was some an entrance in question at the church. Right. And he said, I'm going a little bit further down and put my road in. Mm -hmm. And um, I do remember that part about it, but I don't ever remember nothing going back there, but some mm -hmm. houses. Could, but was it zoned at one yeah. time, Lloyd, for? Well, could you be referring to the 06? The 06 zoning, that, that strip they had zoned for townhomes and a small commercial right. strip. That's right. why it's the way it is now. Is that considered, what zoning is that? Well, the R3 is townhomes, and the B1 would be the commercial, if that's what you're asking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but what is the commercial part? That's What was it going to be? The yard? I don't remember. No, sir, like the use of it. You never the, oh, the use there? of it? Yeah. Okay, all right. Well, they said it's like a commercial yeah. say a strip mall. I don't know. It just mm -hmm. says, well, right. I don't know. That, it, says just it never did come strip. to pass. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the only thing, I he got it rezoned and cleared it. They didn't really say what that little pink piece right there is the only piece that's commercial the only thing that i remember about the whole issue was there was mm -hmm. just a little bit of comments made by some of the folks that went to the church about the church going in and out mm -hmm. they were going to be going in and out and i think he he <coughs> said i'm going to be coming in and out a little bit further down i did it again i don't remember if commissioner stevens was there but i believe we were we were a little concerned about the curve. Talking about Solomon Temple? Solomon Temple is, uh, Solomon Temple is right here. Right, yeah. But, I mean, he had his gate going in on the, down there closer to that pink piece. Right, right, right in that pink. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he, um, he had satisfied the question that, that I remember. I don't know. I, um. I just wondered if that touched that piece, and I guess it does, the piece that the Bryant's owned, that now they're going to um, put houses in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Mr. You know, Duncan owns all of, oh, sorry about that, all of, you know, all of Big it, except piece. and he I cut this that. piece out for his home, mm -hmm. but all the rest of it, yes, he just yeah. wanted it or mentioned for agricultural use. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, <clears throat> Uh, see, he's, he's here. See, Mrs. Mr. Duncan's not uh, here. Got a question? No, sir. Got a question for her? Yes, ma'am. Uh, did you have any opposition? No, sir. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I remember the conversation when he was here before. We said, "Why not wait and do it all one time?" But he, right. he wanted to piecemeal it, so mm -hmm. here we are. Yes, sir. Here we are. Okay. Yep. <clears throat> all right. All right. Ready for a motion? Yes, sir. Chair, I make a motion that we follow the recommendation of LCPC. Is there a second to the motion? Second. Motion and second. We approve LCPC's recommendation of this rezoning with standard conditions. Any further discussion? All in favor, raise your right hand, please. All right. Thank Francis. you, sir. Thank you. Uh, motion to go out of public hearing back mm -hmm. in the regular session. Second. All in favor? Back in the regular session. Thank you, ma'am. Uh -oh.
Intergovernment Agreement, Public Facilities Authority. Is that you? Who is this? Uh, if you folks remember at your last meeting, you authorized um, your participation in issuance of bonds by the Public Facilities Authority to help finance the fire departments and some solid waste improvements. And now you authorized Ameris to set the rates in terms of that bond. Those have been set. And so now this resolution is just some house cleaning where you folks are ratifying those rates in terms and approving your contract uh, with Ameris and the Public Facilities Authority. As you folks know, the Board of Commissioners will be pledging revenue in order to support the bonds so they can be issued. And so this is just house cleaning after your last approval. And those bonds should be validated uh, May 16th by the Superior Court, and the bonds will be issued probably that week or the week after. So everything is in order. If you have any questions, I'll be happy to answer them. But I think most of the specifics of the bond issue were discussed at your last meeting. What was the, what was the total amount? It's a $12.5 million maximum bond issue. At, so you know, the exact at, amount will depend upon the needs of the projects. At what rate? The final rate? Well, I'm trying to remember. It keeps on here. Um, 3.29, I do believe. It's an odd something. Yeah. Very good interest rate, especially mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. increasing rates these days. Kelly, you mentioned just a few things there. Was our water expansion that we were looking at, or are we going, is this going to no, talk with it, or are we going to? Still be looking for a grant? No, sir. We got, you know, those were funded through the ARPA grants. Right. We won't need to borrow on those. Uh, this is just for the EMS and fire station projects. That's the only thing? Yes, sir. What about the uh, miscellaneous solid waste? Oh, I'm sorry. And, and there was a solid waste. Yeah, solid issue. waste. It'll be paid out of solid, solid waste. waste. Yes, sir. Very small piece for solid waste. Mm -hmm. yes, Somebody over here said gum branch. <laughs> mm -hmm. Is the, uh, I don't know. I, was, how about the elections office? That's what ARPA? N no, sir. It's, I mean, it's not. That's, no. okay. I, I, no. The project hasn't been designed yet. The no. next things that should come to you uh, would be your health department and your road <coughs> department that would be combined in your next bond, probably. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, Questions, Chair? <coughs> yes, sir. Just for everyone, that clarification. With these bonds, the anticipation of the one cent sales tax is how it's going to be repaid? Yes, sir. Okay. And of course, if I think everybody knows, but the public as well, these bonds are issued in anticipation of those revenues, but so the county can go ahead and make these necessary public improvements perhaps ahead of that revenue schedule. As oh. I think if you folks have discussed, we're in, mm -hmm. I think, great need of fire departments and these other improvements, so it will allow you to construct those without having to wait on the revenue from the sales tax to come in. Now, just for the public ears. Yes, sir. We need to put it out there that if the one cent sales tax don't pass, where everything will be sitting at. Yes, well, I mean, by, by entering into this contract, you'd have an obligation to continue to pay. Right, but where will the money, where will the funding come from if the one cent sales tax don't pass? 
Well, it would have to be funded through your general, general revenue or other funds. Which, it, which is property tax. Yes, sir. Okay. And that's what, that's what the Intergovernmental Agreement does. That. It pledges your, your tax revenue to right. ultimately support the bonds. Right. But of course, in 100% of the cases, the bonds you've entered into previously, all those have been paid and satisfied with the 1% sales tax. Knock on wood. I think Kim's, Kim's projections are that the 1% sales tax will at least exceed this amount. But I think oh, exceed the amount she exceed. allocated yeah. for the SPOS projects. Yeah. Joey, did your best guess on this dollar amount with sales tax, what is that, two years out? I mean, can you pay, it, pay that off in two years out? Well, the bonds were actually mm -hmm. financed for uh, um, a for 12 years. They're actually 12-year bonds. So the anticipation was that you'd pay half of it during this sales tax and half during the next sales tax. If you And you're going to be talking about the sales tax tonight. So uh, if you want to accelerate that, that's the reason we put that eligibility. So if you want to decide you want to pay it off quicker, you can allocate more in the sales tax ballot to do it. The sales tax itself will generate... Um, you know, about $69 million that has to be distributed among various projects. And various cities. Correct, yes, sir. Mm -hmm. And you can satisfy the bonds prior to the schedule maturity, if you like, as well. But I don't think that... Well, be I don't know if we'll find it cheaper. I mean... No, you won't. The way things are no, now. No, sir. No, you won't. No, sir. Not, mm -mm. not at a three-point. Mm -mm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right, Chair, entertain a motion then. So moved, Mr. Chairman. Second. Motion and second. We approve the um, government agreement for public facility authority to fund the bonds for EMS, fire, and gumrats transfer station. Uh, as we very well know, many, some years ago, we identified these as must-haves for our county, certainly to um, complete what we're trying to do for our comprehensive fire plan. Uh, and our new EMS facility because it's sorely needed. They're in a dilapidated, is that a good word? Uh, close to it, structure down in uh, Midway, and then the work we're going to do at the Gum Branch Transfer Station. So, Mr. Chairman, how many people do we appoint on a facility to work? Uh, I don't know what that membership Five. Is it five? I think it's five. Okay. And each city has. I'm not sure it's even by. Um, with the facilities authority, I'm, it's not by city. No, it's not city. by cities. No, no, sir. It's just open. The county, the county yeah. appoints the those county. positions. Mm -hmm. Generally, people with business backgrounds. Though. But I'm just and saying, do we have some from each city? No. No, sir. No, oh, do y'all have? I'm sorry. We do have one in Walnutville that's on a facilities board, right? Mm, I'm not sure, and I don't want to misspeak. I'm not sure where they live, all of them. I can see faces, but I don't know about. You do have Walton. one. I do know where one lives. You're right. Walthamville. Mr. Rogers lives. Okay. Yeah. One definitely lives in town. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure where the other. Two others. in the city of Hinesville. None from the East End. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah, but it's a <coughs> application process where we have. Well, I was wondering because I have looked at some of the applications, mm -hmm. and I just. Um, yeah. Encourage it if you know people that want to be on that to understand this is a that's pretty mind-boggling and important. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yes, sir. Um, 
Yes, sir. Let's just make sure we're getting some yeah, good folks on there. Yeah. All right. Did we vote? Mm -hmm. I've made the motion. I don't know. Who we have a motion to second, but okay. I don't. Okay. All, all in favor? Raise your hand. All right. Thanks, sir. Road abandonment. Yes, sir. If you folks want to turn to the fourth page from in, that's the best place to start. It's an exhibit going to rights of way. But if you remember at a at a prior meeting, the board approved the rezoning of certain property in the southeast quadrant of 95. And so Trent has been working with the developers engineers to try and design a more orderly access to the property. If you'll see their property is currently served by the Dorchester Road, the first Dorchester Road when you when you uh, cross over the interstate. As I think everybody knows that's a, an unpaved dirt road. And so what Trent has discussed with the developers is relocating that portion of Dorchester Road to the spot shown on the exhibit, which will in the future line up with access to property across the road whenever that's developed. And we'll probably invite a signal there at some point to ensure that everything is safe. But I'll leave traffic control to Trent. But in conversations with their engineer, this has been a, agreed by the developers as something they'd be willing to do. And again, it provides relocation of that portion of Dorchester Road. And the developers, at their cost, will construct a paved right-of-way, mm -hmm. together with all related improvements for drainage, stormwater, uh, traffic control, so that the county will essentially swap its interest in this dirt road for a new paved right-of-way right. that will serve this property. And so it's not technically an abandonment. What the county will be doing is relocating this portion and simply swapping the two parcels, one for the other. Once this roadway is completed, that'll be constructed at the sole cost of the developer. The county will have no cost uh, in connection with the project. And then once that's constructed in accordance with county specs and approved by county engineer, that will be transferred to the county as well as the, uh, actually this, the relocated roadway is not in the city of Midway, uh, but the, the portion to be relocated is. So if you'll see, we'll discuss in a second, the agreement that will actually be between the county, the developer, and the city of Midway. So both the county and the city will relocate and discontinue use of this dirt road and the new uh, paved constructed roadway will be wholly within the, the county uh, unincorporated limits. Um, and this, this relocation exchange is specifically authorized by state law. And so what I've done is simply have a resolution whereby the board approves the chairman to enter into an agreement that he approves as approved by me as prepared by me and a draft is attached to this and then the process of construction of the road and the eventual relocation abandonment will begin uh, but of course the county won't relocate the road the, the unpaved portion until the new roadway is completed and deeded to the county okay. uh, so again it's uh, probably more confusing or less confusing than I've made it sound but uh, Again, this has done a Trent's recommendation to ensure more orderly, more orderly access to the property. Um, and if you have any questions, I'll be happy to answer them. Uh, if there are questions related to engineering, we can <laughs> postpone the decision and let Trent uh, discuss that with you. But I'll be happy to answer your questions you might, you might have. Mr. Chairman, I had one. Uh, Mr. Davis, I would assume that the, the new road 
is all on the developer's property. It is. So he's not encroaching on anyone mm -hmm. else's. No, and as well as the portion of, of the dirt road of uh, Dorchester Village, which will be relocated, mm -hmm. all the property on both sides of that roadway are owned by the owner as well. Okay. And the current dirt road, who will plant, is somebody going to plant that back in grass or? That's, that's an issue for the developer. The developer, yeah. okay. I think their plan is to use that for their future development. Mm -hmm. okay. But the county and the city of Midway are only going to transfer whatever interest they have in the roadway. In the county's case, that's merely an easement. Okay. Because so you're not warranting that you have exclusive rights to the roadway. So if there are any private rights that other third parties might have, the developer will have to address those as well. But all you and the city are doing is saying, hey, whatever rights we have into this roadway, we're relinquishing. Okay, okay. When we heard the offer, we thought it was good. Yeah, for a paved road. And he's yeah, willing to do that. Road. And I think the dimensions are gonna be agreed upon, but I think yeah. Trent indicated it's gonna be at least a 100 foot right of way. Yeah. Right, that's what it's saying here. Yes, sir. Yeah. How yeah. wide was the old one? Do you, I'm looking for that, but I don't see it. Orchester Village Road? Yeah. Oh, uh, it, I do not know. I mean, according to the drawing here, it looks like almost the same, but that doesn't. <clears throat> yeah, it's, you know, this, uh, most of this roadway, the county doesn't even have written easement to. It's simply by virtue of our maintaining over the years, we have a prescriptive easement uh, for roadway purposes. So really, that right-of-way, it's really as wide as that paved area in most places. Mm -hmm. I know once it wants to go around that first curb, it, it tightens up. Mm -hmm. But this one, the new one, we will have full rights to it. Yes. Once it's, they have to complete it in accordance to county right. specs. Once Trent approves it, <clears throat> of course, they'll give the standard warranties and bonds for two years to ensure that it's been constructed appropriately. And then once that's done, it will be transferred to the county. We'll have fee simple title. That's well, full title to the roadway. Subject to, you know, there or any other person's right to install utilities in the roadways as is normal. My only concern is that Mr. Chairman, this trucks are going to be using that that road. We want to just make sure that it's a safety issue and they're going mm -hmm. to those warehouses. Mm -hmm. So it won't take away from the citizens that live down that road. It won't put them in a harm's way. Mm -hmm. Okay. I know that was Trent's objective when he designed the, the relocation. Mm -hmm. And of course, the, you know, the roadway will be designed as such to accommodate heavier traffic as well. <clears throat> okay. and, and rather than your typical one-year warranty, there's yeah, going to be a two-year warranty on yeah. this project. He was going to install a, for lack of a better word, a turnaround. Remember that? Yeah. yeah you remember one, one time it was mentioned to me to, <clears throat> to, mm -hmm. to have it where that um, you would block off Dorchester Village Road coming up to it, but mm -hmm. that, that was not a good idea no. at all. No. Um, no. Because that's one way of getting out if you have something happens, certain part of that mm -hmm. Islands Highway, at least from there. So, And the goal was not to interfere with any property owner who might live right. along Dorchester right. Village Road. So mm -hmm. this relocation does not, right. as I mentioned, the portion to be discontinued mm -hmm. is owned, the surrounding property is owned entirely by the developer. So. I, I don't anticipate any adverse consequences. I can't no. see anything wrong with the proposal. Mm -hmm. okay. I, but, but anyway, the agreement fully protects the county as well as the city of Midway. I wanted to mention something, and of course, uh, Mr. Stevens can look at it there, but there's not any curb cuts on this, Joey, and 
commissioners between Islands Highway and the curb. So, you know, that'll be things that'll be added later because they've already acquired that other property from what you're saying. No, they've owned, I think this was, I, I don't have the rezoning in front of me, but I think the property that's shown that's surrounding the, the, the current Dorchester Village, that's property that's already owned by the developer. But I'm just saying, if you've got, if you've got ramps there, that'll be, see, there's nobody accessing out between these two from, from where the, uh, the road is now down there. It's just a straight road until you get in here. You don't have no residence, but I can no. see up here on this piece where you may have curb cuts with vehicles going into this property. And, I and, it, and it's kind of hard to tell from this survey, but if you see the first kind of highlighted area, right, and then you see kind of a gap in between, this area as well as this area is property that's owned by the developer, but this gap is already part of the public right of way. So even though it looks like it might be a curb cut, What's proposed is that the turn lane will occupy all of this location. It will it will begin at the highlighted portion. It will it will extend through the gap, and then over into the other portion that leads to the new. Okay, but you see where it says track four, Kelly, five point zero yes, acres between L thirty one on that all the way back up to Islands Highway. There's no access to track four. There's no curb cut, so that's the only thing that, you know, it, it now belongs to, like you said, to the developer, mm -hmm. and I don't know if he's planning on, if he's planning on coming out there or not, you know, to go uh, back toward Islands Highway. You mean, are you talking about... Come on down, come on down the new road right there. See, there's no curb cuts where they come out of that piece of property there, that acreage. Mm -hmm. onto the road so I mean I agree with the road itself what you're talking about but I just want to make sure everybody is involved where you know when they do get there they're going to have to access that road yes They'll which get... we're saying it belongs to us so we want to make sure that uh, you know that we have input if we need to have input um, yes sir and I, if you remember all you did was rezone so he's still got to come back to you with a site plan Right. And that's where he's got to show his projected curb cuts on that site plan. Okay. So that's still got to come back to you. Okay. Right, and, but the road itself has already been established as a 100-foot right-of-way? Yes, sir. Okay. Well, yeah, right. you're just looking at the meets and bounds of the right-of-way here. So his curb cuts will have to, you know, match up okay. with that right-of-way. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. But you'll get well, a chance to look at all that. Everybody just keep back there because I'm going to remember it. <laughs> He'll have to show you his, his stormwater detention and everything, <laughs> right. that development yeah. plan. But, but you're right, obviously. I mean, this, this roadway will serve property on either side of it. Right. Mm -hmm. All right. Mr. Stevens. Chairman, I make a motion that we accept the exchange of the uh, old Dorchester Village Road, that section for the new one, which will be paved with whatever necessary changes have to be made. And, and if you'd like, Mr. Uh, Commissioner Stevens, you could, you could amend it by saying as approved in the resolution before you. I've made it easy for you. I've prepared a resolution that the right. board can adopt. I, Included. I just want to add something to that. Go ahead. We did decide that that road does in fact belong to us, Joey? 
That's what Kelly mentioned. It was actually acquired through prescriptive right away, not through actual deed of ownership. So to the extent that there's any outstanding doubt as to our ownership, it would be upon the developer to establish that. Okay. Yes, sir. Okay. But, but as part of this transaction, the city and the county will quick claim. You know, a quick claim is a deed where the, the grantor makes no warranty as to title. Right. So whatever interest you have, which in this case is an easement, you'll transfer to the owner so that the public's right to use the roadway will be extinguished. As I mentioned, whatever rights any private person might have, that's an issue for the developer to worry about. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. I'll second the motion. All right. He's got all that square. Yeah, all right. Good, thank you. Any further discussion? All in favor, raise your right hand, please. All right. Thank just you. to analyze that a little bit, I just don't want us giving away somebody else's property. No. <laughs> we call that. And a full, a full title search will be made prior to the actual transfer as well. And again, all those costs are paid for by the developer. County. Which is very rare. So this is but we've, like we've got a building in Briar Bay. We ain't never figured out who owns yeah. it. So. Right. Marion, still working. Thank you, folks. Thank you. Contract GIS services. Yes, sir, Mr. Stanley uh, is not able to be here tonight, but this is basically a Mike's here. Well, yeah. <laughs> we I'm going to put that on him. <laughs> hey, he's, just he's just as good as he is. He sure is. But this is a renewal of our GIS agreement with CRC. You may remember Mr. Hunter Key coming last year mm -hmm. to uh, explain the, the MARS system, the mapping system regional-wide. Uh, in addition to that, they also pro uh, help us do the addressing uh, to our locations now that it's on maps and digitized uh, for that. So this is simply a renewal uh, of that. You see actually on page three, the same task outline, um, anticipated amounts uh, not to be exceeded with estimated hours for each project type. Mr. Brown, Mr. Chairman. Yes, sir. Brown. So if we need a map, we have to go through, what's the, what would be the process? You, you'll come through us. You'll just come through our IT department. We, we, they, yes, sir, they don't have to do that for us. And basically then we can, we, we'll pull that information off the database. It's to establish new points on the map and help address those um, areas that have overlapping addresses that are problem areas. All right, so we're renewing our contract with CRC. Yes, sir, Mr. Chairman, I make a motion we approve the contract with CRC. Second. Motion and second. We approve the contract and present it with CRC for GIS services, which mm -hmm. we have been privy to in several years. Mm -hmm. It serves, serves us very well. Any further discussion? All those in favor, we'll let them by raising your right hand, please. You know, oppose us. All right. Thank you, sir. All right. ARPA Small Business Grants. Right along. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Mr. Chair, members of the board. Mr. Chair, uh, the county was awarded ARPA funds from the uh, Department of Treasury, and uh, last year, y'all made some decisions about how you wanted to spend those funds. Uh, Y'all allocated funds to assist some of the small businesses and nonprofits that were affected by COVID-19. Y'all uh, budgeted 
100,000 for businesses, and y'all did 25,000 for nonprofits, and y'all asked us to design a process by which we could solicit uh, applications, and we did. Uh, you guys uh, approved the contract with the United Way of Coastal Empire to be the conduit, uh, the entity that would receive those applications, and we worked with them uh, with the application that we designed, and they did all the graphics, and they put it on, uh, they designed a portal, and they linked it to our website, and uh, they used the time frame of March the 1st to April 15th, and uh, people went on site, and we also had paper copies that they could go by the office to um, get copies of it, of the application. Uh, on last, on the week after, about two weeks ago, we received those applications from the, um, from the United Way of Coastal Empire. We received 25 applications, uh, which was broken down into the 17 business and eight nonprofits. Um, the coastal um, United Way, they looked through them and, and they, uh, made, they vetted to make sure they were thorough. Uh, four were disqualified because, A, they had no business license, and there was two of them that were disqualified because of that. Uh, one was disqualified because no tax documents were provided, and a third was, uh, a fourth was was knocked out because they were not in business during the 2019-2020 session. Uh, what we did, if you look on, if I can move this, you'll notice there and highlight, and it's also on your paper there, that the key criteria, one of the major criteria that we looked at was loss of income. And we had a lot of healthy discussion for about a, three or four meetings in terms of, of, uh, of what was loss of income, but we went back and we looked at each of their businesses for the nonprofit, we looked at their 990 form, and then for the for-profit, we looked at their, and you can see it on your, because you can't hardly see it here, you can look at their... Um, 1120. Schedule C. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Schedule C, and then the, my other form. 1120. Yeah, the 1120. And so we looked at those forms, and you notice the areas we looked at income. We looked at income. That was the criteria we looked at. Did they lose income? Um, so five, five businesses, or five nonprofits rather, recorded loss of income and met the criteria. Three nonprofits recorded no loss of income. Six businesses for profit recorded loss of income and met the criteria, and seven businesses for profit recorded no loss of income. Mm -hmm. uh, out of that, we recommend the following, that six businesses be awarded a grant at the exact cost, I mean, the exact amount of their loss, or if they were, uh, had more than 15,000 to be, to be awarded grants up to 15,000, totaling an amount of 53,000 for all six of those awards. And then for the five nonprofits now, now for the businesses, that was money of 100,000, that was a part of 100,000. For nonprofit, that was a part of 25,000. So we recommended that the five nonprofits be awarded a grant of $5,000 each for a total of $25,000. And all of the nonprofits had losses more than $5,000. Mr. Mosley, how did you know if they had a loss? Did you look at the previous? I mean, you said you looked at their income on these. Did you? So, two years prior to? Okay, got it. Mm -hmm. Okay. 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 Um, I have to ask you this question: Were the yes, sir? Were the inst instructions clear up front? 
I would think if I didn't have a business license, I would not have applied. Uh, sir, it's on the uh, sheet right here. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. They were, and, and uh, just to go one step further, United Way uh, did reach out to even those that were lacking documentation mm -hmm. to say, you know, you didn't provide it. Can you please provide it? And we're given a time to provide it. And either did, either could not provide it or did not provide it. So it didn't just cut off on one day. And, you know, there were calls, some follow-up calls made. Well, this one looks a little bit a little bit easier than the one that they came out with at the beginning for businesses to apply for. It was a lot more in-depth than what you had to provide and dig up <laughs> for proof. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Um, so I'm glad we got the ARPA and able to help these folks out. So, so we have the burden of proof is on the business, yep. the... Mm -hmm. Non-profit or is it us? So at the end of the day, the the burden of proof on the disbursement of ARPA funds is on the government agency that disperses it, which is us. Which is us, and that's why uh, that's why the tax documents were requested. And at the end of the day, by go, by choosing to do income or revenue versus net profit or loss, you're able then if you have to be audited. I feel like you'd be able to get from those businesses income receipts, cash register receipts, amounts they reported to Department of Revenue, whatever it was, versus bringing in the expense category of it and have to try to gather vehicle receipts or mm. receipts for machinery purpose. So, so the, the method you chose for income or mm -hmm. revenue would or be the easiest mm -hmm. to substantiate in the That's true. That's true. Well, and Commissioner Gillard and I was riding and we were talking about ARPA funds and it's it's going to be great for a, a lot of mm -hmm. people. But, you know, there's folks right now that's already been in the jail or fixing to go to jail because of mm -hmm. the way they've tried to manipulate the system. And yeah. I just want to make sure, I mean, I, I have all the confidence in the world in you three and y'all are the ones that's counting the beams. Um, but I just want to make sure that if you're comfortable and you're not comfortable, you know, if there's something funny about it, let's all get together and talk about it. But, uh, I mean, the nonprofits, I, I help nonprofit different ones, and I just um, know they went through some tough times. But let's... Uh, make sure. Let's do what we can do. And, and like Mr. Stevens says, let's make sure that... We, you know, all you got to do is goof up one time with somebody else's money, especially the federal governments. They send people with big badges, as big as a coffee can. So, I've seen them. I wonder what they look like. What do we need, Mr. Chairman? We just, we just simply need a motion to accept the disbursements for the, out of the ARPA fund. For small business and nonprofits is recommended. Uh, uh, Mr. Chair, uh, before you, uh, before we, we go with it, with a, a motion with this, just a quick question. So, a total of how many businesses, small businesses are are, are getting? Is that six? Six. Yes, sir. Okay. Six. And that's at fifteen thousand each, up right? To, up, up to. Up to. But not okay. to exceed their actual loss in income. Okay. 
and the other three were getting their actual loss, of, which was less than 15. That's correct. Right. Okay. Because I, I, I know when we all met about that, I know we were trying to put make sure that we put some money aside. So after we, uh, I guess, approve these from the small businesses and the nonprofits, which I, I totally agree, they need it. Is how much money will we have left over for small businesses and nonprofits? That'll be it. I think Kim's already no, sir. It won't. It won't deplete that. Um, I believe there was sixty something thousand dollars out of the small business side. Probably, probably another forty thousand. Yeah. Left. 47,000 left, and we're dispersing all of the 25. So there's about $47,000 left from this year's okay. allotment. Okay. Okay. That's only because I remember when we all met. Right. That's what I. Okay. You already know where I'm at. There we go. Okay. I, I just wanted to make sure so that, you know. We can, so I, we can add the 47 on to that. I do something else. Okay. Right. I just wanted to make sure, Mr. Chair, that you know we, we do in, in the future have other small businesses and, and nonprofits that are, if they qualify, that they get get opportunity to yeah. to get now, some help and support from us. Mr. Mose, the ones that apply on this, can they come back? There's nothing prohibiting them from coming back, but again, they would have to turn in the same tax documents. Only it would be for 2021. 20, 20, 20, 20. Okay. And obviously, it's at least, I can't remember, seven of them that probably won't qualify. And Commissioner Stevens, what we would do is y'all would reauthorize a second round with whatever amounts you wanted. And if you wanted to establish criteria for the next one, whether they got it and could get it or whatever you want to do, you, you'll be setting those requirements. Okay. Yes, sir. We did not, I think it's safe to mention this, we did not, if you remember, uh, even though we asked them to identify whether they had gotten uh, other governmental sources, they were not discounted or thrown out because they had. So, so ours would be in addition to any other sources. Of course, they would have counted those sources in those IRS reports. <laughs> and so uh, we, it would be taken into account. In other words, they still would have shown a loss, even with the other assistance they got. Okay. All right. I just want to ensure that we maximize the use of these funds. Absolutely. For the worthy organizations. Right. Whether they're businesses or nonprofits. Mm -hmm. um, these kind of, uh, for lack of a better word, handouts don't come very often. <laughs> so when we can be a blessing to whomever it is, I like I said, so we have to, if we have to uh, shift. No, we'll we'll go through the second round and see how that works. So we may have to do some shifting, recategorizing. Let's mm -hmm. be prepared to do that. I want to make sure the funds get yeah, you can get use. your budget. You yeah. set that budget. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Was that, I had one question. Was fifteen thousand the uh, the limit on what they could get, or could they get more than fifteen at one time? Well, we we you had set aside hundred thousand. Looked at it, and we, we tried to identify what a good point was. Okay. There is no magic. Right. No. Say something else, but like I said, there were there were three who did not lose mm -hmm. thousand. So we were careful not to just establish some, uh, you know, something of our own. Right. Um, or some ranking of some sort. 
um, but just say up to this amount, or if you did not lose that amount, we'll give you what you lost. So I think there were maybe three or you know, I just wonder what all the businesses in Liberty. This was for the Liberty, Liberty County, and anyone could apply. Mm -hmm. Yes, ma'am. That, 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 that wasn't that many. That's what I was saying. Businesses sure that, that applied, but yeah. <clears throat> sometimes yeah. it's cumbersome finding yeah. not everything you need if mm -hmm. you've done stored it. Yeah. Did you run across anybody that had a, a, anyway. a how do you say it, um, $50,000 loss? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Sure, there were. There were some that had over $80,000. Yes, sir. We had one eighty thousand. Yeah. That was taking off almost all of it. Yeah. Right, but I mean, we we're we're only one vehicle. We are. You understand? So, I would rather, you know, touch as many small businesses and nonprofits as possible than depleting it. Mm -hmm. With one helping three or, or, yeah. or two businesses. I agree. I agree. So I think they did a great job. Right. I, I'd we, like we, us to consider, though, and maybe we're on the same, once we do the next round, if we have the same kind of outcome, then perhaps consider those who had a 50 grand loss because those folk had, a, I mean, a, a bona fide loss. Am I right? Yeah. right? Once we've satisfied everybody, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. But maybe in the next round we can. We can see those people who had a greater loss. We weren't able to help them to replenish their, their loss. You know, the other thing, too, that happens is, um, and y'all remember this, that you've got about three more years to spend the money. Yeah. So with whatever happens in the next yeah. coming year oh, yeah, absolutely. or whatever, <laughs> yeah. you, I mean, you may have another impact. Yeah, I'm not going to wood again. I, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I guess from my standpoint, I know with the, I with the amount of businesses and nonprofits that we do have in Liberty <clears throat> County, I was just suspecting it and hoping that we have more applicants yeah. that yeah. that yeah. participated in this yeah. this uh, particular mm -hmm. yeah. uh, project. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I just want to help as many as yeah. we can. You know. But I'm reminded, you know, just what they ran into a lot of time is record keeping. That's right. Oh, yeah. I remember the um, <laughs> I city of Hinesville and CDBG applications. Mm -hmm. I remember that we ran into that same thing. It's yeah. because of record keeping. Smaller organizations right. don't do in-depth record keeping. Right. They're kind of mom and pop, you know, mm -hmm. operations. So it doesn't mean they don't do a good job, you know, but they just don't have the I, I would like financial expertise. From my perspective, I mean, usually the ones that need it won't ask for it. I mean, I give to a nonprofit, and they haven't, they didn't receive nothing. Mm -hmm. They didn't ask for it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes there's people too proud mm -hmm. to ask for it. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, I would like to see yourself that represents the board, another commissioner, Kim and Joey and, and, and Mr. Mosley, get together and decide people that you know and I mean you and I both know that need $5,000 to make it and go there and help them with their application to try to get them boosted I mean I there's there's folks that's out here every day that help um, that that you know that mm -hmm. could do that they could benefit from it that's 
really and truly in need, but they won't they won't ask. I mean, they just there's we grew up we grew up in a time when we were too proud to ask. I mean, you know, so uh, I know there's going to be some money left over, and there's going to be another round of it, and maybe that'll be something that we can address at the time. But mm -hmm. it would be uh, something that yeah. I mean, I think about the ladies at the hospitals. I don't care. They had to pay daycare folks, child care, just to come to work. Mm -hmm. You can't give it to them. And, you know, that wasn't – They we paid the hospital. Mm -hmm. Those folks probably made uh, – and, and being stressed out as it is. So mm -hmm. – This is our first round, so learning process, work in, work in progress, as they say. Mm -hmm. So. Um, I happened to listen to a little bit of, of Flemington's, uh, they call it a workshop. They were doing the same thing, going over the applicants. And, you know, so I might go back and take some notes from them. You, you all might want to talk to Mayor Hawkins. Because sure. uh, they, the, they had the organizations come and basically stand and say why they needed the funds. Kind of thing. Yeah, mm -hmm. kind of did that way. A different, little different route, but they did that way. But my point is, some of the organizations who they awarded, I'd never heard of those people. But they were doing great work once they explained what they were doing. Mm -hmm. Work with veterans and PTSD and all those kind of things that I never knew they were doing. But certainly in this time, you know, in community we serve, we need all the help. Mm -hmm. a, a lot of it was mental health related, uh, Mr. Mm -hmm. Brian. We all know that's mm -hmm. a big topic now in Liberty County. Yes, So touch bases, if you will, you know, with them right. just to, just to take died. some notes. Many people in this county died from COVID. No, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know the latest count. Yeah, it's still ongoing somewhat. Yeah. Mr. Chair, uh, I guess Mr. Brown, can, uh, can we make another uh, suggestion? Uh, I guess piggybacking off of what Commissioner uh, Walden was talking about. If 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 the reasons, if we if we look at these reasons why 11 people were not approved because of, of the application process, is there any way possible, you know, we, we might bring in uh, Mrs. Clift or something to, to help with small businesses, because trust me, you know, <clears throat> a small business owner, I, I get it. You know, it's, it's very difficult, to, you know, to, to keep your, your your paperwork in line sometimes, you know. So if, if that if that's the issue, is there any way possible we could set aside either some ARPA funds or professional service funds where we could present a class to help these people? Mm -hmm. Because obviously that that's a concern if we have a 11 applicants out of the what 25 that were disqualified because of, of of paperwork not being all the way together and just like the ones with a business license just because they don't have a business license that doesn't necessarily mean they don't have a business they just haven't <laughs> they're legal right but, but I mean no I, and, and that's what I'm saying so if, if that's the case yeah instead of just looking at them saying well well you're illegal let's let's teach them about how you you get a business license Walk them down there. Right. Yeah. I mean, trust me, a lot of people don't know. Mm -hmm. yeah. Seriously, especially if it's an at-home business. And let's be uh, fair, some do know. Yeah, 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 you're right. <laughs> yeah, I think some of them. But, but, you know, I'm not sure what, um, excuse me, what, what services United Way provides as far as, you know, that's a good idea. Right. Education, those kind of things. They may do that kind of. The, the, they may. I, I know that they would they help them with the application if they needed help. Mm -hmm. But as far as trying to go in their business, they didn't. Yeah. You know, you're right. They didn't do that. Yeah. Right. They, I mean, and, and, and that's and, a small business Education class. Absolutely. It really is. Right. I mean, and, and, and trust me, it's needed. Mm -hmm. There's a whole lot of moving parts. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, 
even if from from that standpoint, if it, even if it's not a financial contribution mm-hmm. that that we give a lot of these small businesses, if we if we can yeah. just educate them, yeah, um, and maybe they did some of that we just don't know it, but you you guys can find that out, right? Mm-hmm. Or let's let's just figure it out. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. All right. All right, good round, good first round, mm-hmm. good first round. We need a. We, Motion in a second, okay. please. Chair, take a motion and we approve this first round of uh, grants. So move, Mr. Chair. Second. Second. Motion and second. We approve the first round of grants with the recommendations, uh, Mr. Brown, Ms. Mosley. You guys follow up on those. Uh, we'll help out where we can. Any further discussion? All in favor, raise your right hand, please. All right. Good job, commissioners. We've done it. First round. And the next one we'll be coming to you with, or uh, it is, or on that section. Uh, dealing with uh, educational assistance mm-hmm. uh, out there that y'all allocated money for. We're trying to work through the ARPA required specifics of what those businesses will need to be able to produce mm-hmm. uh, so that we can inform them as they apply what the requirements will be. Okay. So, um, but of those 11 businesses, um, not all, I don't know, seven of them did not have an income loss. Okay, so they just didn't qualify. Right. Right. Paperwork. Right. Okay. Right. We understand. Got to be consistent. We understand. Yeah. All right. All righty. seven projects. So uh, I didn't know whether you want to take your coats off, <laughs> shawls, or whatever you had. So um, we got a pretty tight schedule for this. Um, actually, as y'all know, we've had our first meetings, official called meeting with chief elected officials as required by law to talk about an intergovernmental contract which allows the tax to be a six-year tax uh, if you do that. Uh, We have a follow-up meeting with them scheduled, in fact, for next week. Um, They have been asked to go back, actually, for their second time and put together a list of projects that they would like to see done. So uh, Ms. Ms. Kim's going to drive. I will get over here so I won't be in the way. Uh, but basically, the tax is anticipated to bring in about $69 million over that six-year period of time. Uh, Kim, if you can scroll to the bottom, uh, or kind of halfway in between, if you remember w- what was done last time, you identified your countywide community impact projects up top. Those are called Tier 1 projects. Those are the ones that are expected to impact the total community as a whole without attribution to any specific city element or specific area of the county. These are true countywide projects. Uh, That amount was calculated, and then below that was an amount to be dispersed. Okay, and so in the amounts that were left over, so to speak, after those tier one projects were established, uh, those amounts are listed down below. That is where each municipality and commission group their road projects, specifically for the commission, your road projects. The other cities, however, were given some of those monies to do their individual projects. So the referendums were pretty broad in those areas. For instance, uh, city of uh, Riceboro wanted to be able to use some of their money for possible water sewer improvements or expansion. And so the referendum said, and uh, a certain percentage to the city of Riceboro to do certain capital improvements, including XXX. Midway was another example. Uh, Midway, the referendum for, for their little portion of the referendum said they're they're expected to achieve X amount of dollars or a certain percentage over the six year period for certain capital improvements, including public safety equipment, 
City Hall, some of those type things. So wherever they chose to use those monies, their projects were in those remaining amounts at the bottom. With the exception, if you'll scroll back up, Kim, with the exception of public safety vehicles, those were considered uh, countywide type projects for those public safety agencies that had a police department. They were allocated a certain sum in the first tax. What we've done at this point is obviously gotten together and looked at some things that we know were on your capital list. Uh, we, we also combine that with things that you already have an obligation to pay. And so we threw some things in there. Um, Justice Center debt, Midcoast debt obviously continues there. Uh, there's an allocation for public safety, which in this case is pulled from your CIP program which is, is where a lot of these come from. And that's the reason you do your CIP up front and the departments do. That one public safety area there is a holding place for the EMS administrative building, possibly that's been requested. It's also for the upgrades to the EMA and 911 building that have to be done for sleeping quarters and more room for the batteries and storage and everything for the 911 gear. And it's also um, a little bit of public safety allotment for one other piece excuse me, for the hardware and software that's required for the 911 upgrade. That's correct, thank you, Kim. Uh, the other is a placeholder for the same amount as a starting point for recreation. Um, Liberty County Fire EMS Station, that's actually uh, the six-year financing that you'll have to pay on those bonds, uh, absent the solid waste um, that you mentioned earlier. So that is a have to do, that is the actual amount. Uh, a placeholder in there, just the same amount again for historic cultural as a starting point. Um, we did do, a Kim did do a bond run this afternoon based on anticipated costs of the health department building financed over six years and the portion it would occupy to a bond financing for your public safety or your public uh, works facility. That would be the amount that would be due if you chose to put this in the splash uh, to pay your debt on that. Uh, the industrial authority, again, a placeholder. Uh, they haven't actually come to us and asked for money. Uh, drainage was what we have to do to fund the drainage equipment for the Peacock Canal project. That is the same amount that was allocated in the past splash. Uh, ambulances, uh, to be able to buy one ambulance a year, it's a little bit more than it was last time because the ambulances have gone up, as you're aware. Uh, county safety vehicles, uh, which are uh, basically where we make the allocation to buy uh, the help with the patrol cars, as is Heinzel and Midway uh, and Waltoville. Um, you see an allocation in there again for freight connector improvements. This would be to add to the amount that's in there to do the downtown work uh, on highway, current Highway 119 in the city of Waltoville as part of that project. The Regional Medical Center had a holding spot last time, has indicated they've got some equipment needs over there. Uh, so there, there's been some money uh, put in that line item for consideration. There is your six-year financing cost on your public works facility uh, if you choose to do a bond issue for that. Um, and in saying that, obviously for those things, and we talked about that a minute ago when Mr. Davis was here, um, if you obviously choose not to put those on a splash, then you'll need to consider those in your general fund uh, through your tax, uh, property tax revenues and other sources to fund those projects.
These are some other projects we did. We did reach out, even though they're going to get their detailed list, the cities are now. We reached out to the city of Hinesville, actually had a meeting and asked them if they had anything, uh, all the cities that they wanted to do. Uh, the city was specific um, and came back to us with a few projects that you see on there. Uh, the others are projects that, that y'all have talked about that we quite honestly either haven't been designed yet, but we put them a holding place in, in case you want to put some things in there. Uh, jail, election facility, uh, possibly more money for these uh, exit 76 projects that you see. It's about a $28 million project down there. Um, Public Works is one event center. Uh, obviously has been discussed to try to do that. The Rhine Street, Main Street improvement project uh, carries the streetscape all the way out to Highway 84 and connects into Bryant Commons. Um, the Hinesville Fire Station that they're doing, they've indicated they didn't give us an amount on any of these, indicated they would like to try to get that into the splash somewhere. Uh, would go either under their projects at the bottom or as a, as a community-wide project. Corridor facility, don't really know how much, you know, we don't have any money allocated to do the design or any land acquisition or anything there. And of course, program management, which occupies 4%, uh, that's our cost for managing the tax uh, over six years, our administrative overhead cost. 4% uh, low It's usually around a 10% figure, uh, but that 4% gets applied to the $69 million as a whole. And then whatever you come up, whatever is decided on the tier one stuff at the top, uh, whatever's in the bottom will fall out as a percentage distribution, and those percentages are basically along the same lines as the LCPC distributions that are done. Um, in what everybody pays in for, which are almost the same as the current local option sales tax distribution percentages. They're not far off. It's a lot of hot air, and I apologize, uh, but that that's kind of a, you know, hey, look, there's uh, other, I would tell you, and, and even this is y'all's, obviously y'all's decision uh, of how you want to fund these projects that are up there. We just simply knew what projects had been discussed or asked for some input from some, for instance, City of Hinesville and other cities, and we listed what we heard. So where you end up allocating what is obviously strictly up to the board. The Board of Commissioners will be the ones that call for the uh, referendum to occur, which will happen in November. And so we really need to have these projects finalized and you need to take action to actually call for that and adopt the intergovernmental agreement in July. So uh, the time frame is, is, is pretty short. We have to give the notice for advertisement for the election uh, no later than the 1st of August by law. So that's kind of the task before you. Yeah. Yes, sir. Mr. Brown, can you go back to allocation for the county? Now, now, don't let me confuse you. Don't let me confuse okay. you. So here's what we did. And I'm glad you brought that up. Kim was fixing to probably throw something at me. Um, what we did or what I asked her to do with the numbers is this. Uh, the, the percentage that those projects allocated under the current tax that you've got was about 36%, 35.5 or 35.6 actually, of the total take of $54 million. So all we did is say, if it's going to generate 69, let's, let's as a starting point allocate about the same percentage for the stuff below. Now, whether that stays that, that's totally up to you and the other, other but, but don't let me, that is not your current number. 
that's taking the same percentage and applying it to 69 million instead of uh, 54 is what it is. And it'll actually generate uh, for the county Probably a little less than this because this is my my Kim final I, list I sheet. Right here, no, well, have you got the old, the current? That's what I was going to see. What the current? Yes. The current. I, I got it right here, Kim. The current allocation under under six. It'll generate more than this because the tax is up, but it's thirty three point five one percent expected to bring in six point seven nine nine million dollars to the county that you can use for your roads. So if you stuck to the same percentage, uh, basically the same percentage, instead of out, instead of generating roughly six point eight million, it would generate more like eight point three million. And the reason why I asked that mm -hmm. question, I mean, because I think everyone up here knows now that. <clears throat> The area that I represent has gotten larger than what it was, and I have a total of 34 miles of dirt roads. And with it almost being a million dollars to do a mile of road, I'm not, you know, too pleased with what I see right now with those numbers. I mean, uh, and you know, um, Commissioner Stevens, y'all certainly know this. We didn't dare try to delve into how you might split your funds. We were just, <laughs> yeah, we've. Uh, but but again, and it, this may not even be anything. It's just to give you a start. Right. Okay. Is all it is. We don't. There, we don't have to take any action tonight. Well, <laughs> or, uh, we've got our meeting. Because I can't hardly even see that. I, I would like to have a hard copy. I'm we'll sorry. Go over that. Right. And then light it. I, it'll, it'll go to review it. Uh huh. It'll come out of there. And then uh, line item 25, mm -hmm. I could barely see that one either. Uh, event center. Okay. Yeah, there's nothing allocated because we don't know how much it might cost or what you might want to do. But that's that's something that you've got to get. Right, it's a placeholder. Yes, sir. Right, I, 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 I definitely. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. we, we took anything we had heard you say or that was on your capital list and created a holding spot for it so that you could consider allocation. I'm, I'm just happy to see it on the list. Is yes. on time coming, Mr. Chairman. Yes, sir. Joey, on the um, okay. So now, the ones that's got a cost beside it, that that cost totals what is it? Twenty. No, no, total cost. That's total cost there. Is sixty-eight. Now, if I were to take this twenty-five, you know, if I took the twenty-five million out and said, okay, we don't know yet what we're going to allocate to everybody else, you're at forty-three. Um, what, we, what we said was, well, we're going to give, we're going to start where we did last sales tax six with around the same percentage, which would be somewhere in 25 million. This doesn't have to be 25 million, but right now, with all of these figures here, plus the 25 million that's allocated down here, you're at 68.7. Okay. Budgeted to bring in 69. It's looking kind of tough for these things right here. So what? Well, and another question. Oh, we're, we're, we're going to tweet. On, um, on, on number 20. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> um, not, not 20. I've been very patient. Didn't one of them had a Hinesville Public Works? It did. Yeah, they, right ex they expressed yeah. to us they'd like to put a little money in there to expand that 
shop area that that's what they had been discussing out there was actually I believe they're going up toward the sky <laughs> no sir I, 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 I believe and the chairman, over there. the chairman yeah. can correct me if I'm wrong it was for expansion across the railroad tracks or some more land for land yeah, some more land or something mm -hmm. yeah that's what they expressed a whole nother expansion but I mean at a whole nother location because that that's you got you got the railroad track, you got the ditch, and you got the yep. state highway. I mean, yep. it's, it's it looks like a yield sign. You can't go nowhere. Yeah, yeah it wasn't that site. It was a it be an additional site. That, well, okay, so that's not mm -hmm. expansion. Mm -hmm. be, well, but yeah, maybe it's a play on words. Yes, yeah, okay. and they're supposed to come back with some more definitive things for us next week, uh, as far as their list and uh, that the cities, all of the cities, as a matter of fact, to come back with that. Um, what we will do, uh, Kim, if you'll scroll back up real quickly, again, just, just, to, just to do this, is we, we'll go through and we will definitely tell you, number one, what you're already obligated for. That, uh, again, that doesn't mean you got to pay them out of this sales tax. I know Commissioner Jones mentioned that one day. I'm not advocating one way or another. But as y'all talk that night, uh, what I do remember is you're going to pay it somehow. So if you don't pay it through the sales tax, you're going to pay it through your property stuff right so so we'll go through and we'll list the ones you're already obligated for or that we already know you've got in progress that are going to be funded somehow and what we'll do is we'll run a six-year schedule on what your payments would be on those in case you finance them because you definitely won't pay them straight out I mean the health department alone even though it's getting some ARPA money is, is about eleven and a half million dollar project the road department is almost eight million. So the chances of paying it all off in one tax? Mm -mm. No. It would it would take too much out of Kitty for you to do that. This represents six years of a twenty-year bond. Right. Okay. Well, Joey, how about scroll on up a, a little bit more, Kim, if you would, and let's look at the cities again. Uh, their portion, right there. Mm-hmm. You're saying that that there's um, 1.100 for Allenhurst. Do do you know what Hinesville is getting now? About the same amount. Uh, I do. About the same amount. Is that the same percentage? Yes. Yeah. About the same amount now. Well, they're getting um out of this tax, they were expected to yield for some of their projects ten million dollars. Well, then what? Give, I mean, Flemington has grown bigger right now than Waldaville. Yeah, Flemington is. So is, what are we going to do when they come to us yeah. and say, hey, I'm uh, interested in getting a little bit more money? Yeah, Flemington, exactly. And, and Flem I, I, well, it's just the method we used. I, I didn't envision that they would want to go down in any money that they would want to receive from the tax. And just as a starting point, we said, let's just allocate the same percentage and see what happens. But um, the other thing that comes to my mind, too, though, uh, that will impact this a little bit is we're renegotiating the lost. And I th think we'll probably hear the meeting next week, let's use those new percentages. Mm -hmm. So these new percentages may change anyway as far as for any remainder money you give them. Up or down? It'll, oh, ours will go down, theirs will go up because yeah. they had more population. So if the distribution is done based on the same, mm. that's what will happen. And we've asked the, the cities, and so far they seem receptive. 
you know, when they make their request to make bona fide requests based on uh, future plans for their respective cities, not just I want $2 million, I have $2 million. What project do you have and, and what's the projected cost of that project? And they've been, thus far, they've been uh, cooperative with that. So we hadn't seen their finalists yet, you know, uh, but they mentioned some some uh, tentative projects, but but they seem to have bought into the fact that, you know, the way we did it last time, I remember Commissioner Walden, you specifically asked that we give Alan Hurst a little something to help them out with. Uh, and, and even, even they came forward with just what, some street paving, that's all they've said they're going to need. Uh, Sidewalks and street. So, so I appreciate every city thus far, thus far being receptive and being a team player, I guess it were saying. So not asking for money they're not going to use, but asking for funds that they will attach to uh, some also, projects they have for their cities. But also, well, Mr. Chairman, I hear what you're saying, but mm -hmm. let's not forget our own board of commissioners up here. Mm -hmm. You know, and our needs. And we, also. yeah, we, I mean, you saw. I, I'm, I'm talking about. You know where I'm going. I think you do. <laughs> Roads. Well, got to have. <laughs> I have got to have more money for yeah. roads yep. to satisfy the people down in the district. One who lives in Liberty County. Because if you, Commissioner Stevens, if you go back, if they used a 33.51, that's on eight million. Divided by nine, if we did that, it's, it's not enough. No, it's it not enough money. It's not enough. If we divided it that way, I don't know how we're going to do it, but I Fully haven't noted. been able to pave the road, and I don't think you have. <laughs> it, just, it just won't do it. Mr. Fully Chairman. Noted. Yes, sir. Um, and I've had this discussion with you, uh, my fellow commissioners. Um, I guess piggybacking on what Commissioner Stevens and uh, Commissioner Thrift was saying, I guess I would be included in that bunch that uh, has the dirt road issue um, and the allocation that we got or that I came in on last year. Um, it's a greater deal of money, but as far as taking care of what needs doing mm -hmm. yesterday and in my case years ago um, from my, hearing from my constituents that uh, what we were allocated from the last uh, round of spending or collections, it uh, is not adequate to really do what um, I'm being asked to do as far as dirt roads are concerned. And um, I would personally like to see a bigger cut to the districts or however we allocate it like we done last time. but. Um, I'm sure we could reshuffle things around, but the dirt roads are a big issue in the district I represent, and um, the numbers I see now probably is just a drop in the bucket for the work amount of work that I know needs doing in District 4. Mm -hmm. right. So we got a lot of work to do as far as the numbers go. Yes, sir, I agree. Mm -hmm. And Kim, if you'll scroll back up real quick for me, and, and again, y'all are aware of this, but by context, those projects, for instance, I know you're not fixing to do this, but those, let's say that you choose not to fund the health department, you're not going to do that. But as an example, as an example, let's say you, you don't choose to do the uh, uh, public works facility maybe through that. And Kim, that number that's allocated in there right now under public works is 3.5 million. Based on your current digest, um, last year's digest, which we know will change some this year, 
you'd be talking about increasing your millage rate about a half a mil just to make your bond payments uh, each year in that project. That's South Georgia math. Don't get me too hard. She hates when I do that. But so you're just going to have to make it up in millage to the property owners. Uh, however you choose to fund those, and, and it is certainly up to y'all what you Mr. Want. Chairman, and that's probably the last option we would like to consider, I mean, raising millage rates when we got millions before us. So, um, and I know a bunch of these projects are vital projects. We are already committed to a bunch of them, and that's understandable, those, those that are necessary. Um, some of the others, um, but even the whole process, um, I would think that the last thing I would like to hear or any of my constituents would like to hear is something about raising millage rates for when we have the money in hand or will have. So um, raising the millage rates probably is not an option unless it's necessary. And uh, from the numbers I see, um, all we'd have to do is just come up with a more creative way to spend it. Or um, the millage rates, raising the millage rates is nothing that I would want to consider mm -hmm. unless it was absolutely necessary. So what we'll do is we'll go through here um, and definitely give you a printout. We'll highlight those things you're already obligated for on there uh, for you on that sheet. If you, if, you can, if you can work on those, we'll give you a product out. And then in the mid-month meeting, we will have had that second meeting with the cities and you, you just keep in mind, you've got to really approve this no later than the 1st of June. Those intergovernment agreements need to be dispersed to those communities and to you to, to sign. So uh, nothing but a starting point for you. Mr. Mr. Chair. Joey, Joey is, is that that's a, just an Excel spreadsheet there? It is. Yeah, I mean, so if, if we can get, can we get a copy of that? Sure, and, absolutely. And, and that, she's highlighting the ones that we are obligated. Mm -hmm. This will completely pay off the justice system. Yeah, we need that. We need that. We need that. I'm gonna go home, my friend. Y'all gonna get some rugs. Epidence. Necessity. It's really not. It's really not. We 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 put millions and millions of dollars in public safety. From the jail to everything. What what is that? What, we we have the third one. To get back Kim, to. what did you say that was? Now the fire station. That's your fire station EMS revenue generator project here. Mm, right. Okay. That's okay. Million. Million. okay. So those three. All that money is going okay. to Chatham County. That that's the part that I'm trying to get everybody to realize. Let's let's focus on boosting the sales tax. It's because it's here. It's just leaving out. Okay. And so those those are the three, Kim. It goes to Savannah, Chatham County every weekend. Okay. Yeah. If and, and, yeah, and, just, and just send that send that to us, and we'll. Yeah, and then the the others that we'll get together and include are those that are under design right now, i.e., public works, because you know you're going to do that, mm, right? Yes. So we need to put a placeholder in those. I mean, it's, it's the projects you've already obligated to do. Right. <laughs> So Why don't you we'll, make, we'll that, note those. make that another color, Kim, the ones that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. public we'll, works. We'll yeah. I, Kim, I'll get with you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just, yeah, just make. We'll yeah. send it out digitally. In her yeah, and, and just kind of, you know. We'll put some notes with that, um, Yes, sir, we that, will. That we 
kind of absolutely positively going Can't to live have, without it. Going to have to have, and then we could kind of work around the rest of the stuff. Sure, be glad to. And y'all, uh, what do you all think? You know, when I saw uh, Kim, I think Kim and Kim's projection of sixty-nine million, I said, "God, why don't just make it seventy? You know." And, and that's what I was on X. Is, is this the, the same conservative number that, that you, you shot for last? Yeah. Hey, I see your face. Wait, wait. <laughs> so, in my opinion, we grew it more than we did last time, but we were reluctant to grow it at double-digit figures that we've seen in the last you know, two to three years, mm -hmm. only because we're not sure that double-digit will sustain for six years now. We do believe it will continue to grow, as it has, but we felt like that was progressively conservative. <laughs> <laughs> right. I like you. I like it. I like that. And I, I, we had an outside source run it also. Right. Trey ran it uh, when, from the bond underwriting standpoint. So he Did he run it? Okay. But uh, another <laughs> question. I know in the past we discussed uh, – the Justice Center, and I know for uh, for at least the Justice Center that we weren't going to pay it all off on this plus. We were going to pay a portion of it off on the, on the next one. You know, that's um, Right Army Airfield. We knew the one we're in now, you mean, or this is coming up? This upcoming one. That's when it'll be paid off. We never anticipated it to be paid off in self-taxing. No, it'll take three. I thought, I thought it was going to take one more after that. No. Mm -mm. Just one more. So, so I, I guess the question I have, that 12.91, there's no adjustment on that. Well, these, these fall out based on the amount you put here. So if I come down here and I put, you know. Um, line item 25. No, no. No, Kim, if, if you don't play with one, play, play with uh, line item 25. If you can, please. Okay. So if Thank I you. go in here and say I put 77500000 Oh, yeah. Okay? Now, all of a sudden, this becomes 11.4 because now you're taking up more space. These are functions of what this is to the $69 million. And as long as these have zeros, you know, that shows 12. But as soon as I start putting amounts in here, um, you know, I go in here and say, oh, your election's building, that's another $5 million. All of a sudden, you know, this now takes up 10% of the $69 million. Okay. These are, these are just, they fall out when you put this in here. Right, but that 8.6 is a hard number because your bonds. I understand. Too, yeah. Right. You can't ref but, but, right, that, that 8 point, that, is that, man, my eyes getting bad. That's 8.8. Small. So that 8.8 is non-negotiable, correct? Right. That's what it is. Those ones that are highlighted. Absolutely. Commissioner, so, do you regardless, really have yeah. an event center or a paved road? <laughs> is that a trick question? I, no, that's a, that's a question. <laughs> I, I, I mean, but but. Huh? I'm 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 glad that was mentioned because at the end of the day, if 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 we figure out some type of more revenue generating, that 69 could go up to 71 and 72. Right. And if you did, let's just say you did 71. Now all of a sudden, 
Because be honest with you, one, one of the main reasons why why uh, this last uh, Splot 6 was higher than what we projected was Oakerthorpe Square. Honestly, I mm -hmm. And that too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then I think by the third year, those online sales that started getting taxed. Yeah. Right. Millions of dollars out. Mm -hmm. That was. So we're gonna we'll work with the sixty nine. We'll go in there and put those, and then in the mid month we'll come back again. <laughs> and mm -hmm. we need, once we, we hear to, back from the cities, once we get back from the cities, final list. But we'll we'll come a final list. And just remember, in order to get the intergovernmental agreement to make it a six year tax, you you have to have the intergovernmental agreement in place. So you have to have, but really the city of Hinesville involved. They occupy the remaining share of the population of the county. Having all the others without Hinesville will not give you the proportionate share you need to do the intergovernmental agreement. <laughs> so so that is, you know, you just need to, just, just not suggest anything to you, but you know that. Okay. Okay. That's just, 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 just get that to us. Yeah, we'll get that right out. Okay. That's right. Gary, so you say it's gonna be a two story it's gonna have to. It's gonna have to be two story if they want to expand it. Kim, um, scroll down to the cities again before you. I just wanted to remind us two things. I want to say one is that you know th their request may be less than these, so that those numbers could change. You know, so it will give us more room to put toward. You know, yeah. 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 City of Hinesville gave up some. Yeah. You know, Those just, things could change. So um, let's, let's save this one, but let's also create a sheet that does proportionate breakout on the bottom mm -hmm. based to the new census proportions, okay. and and that'll, you know, I have an idea that's coming. Yes, ma'am. Uh -huh. I have I have an idea that's coming up next okay. week. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. And as um, do, 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 do. this needs to be because they're going to write the language for the referendum where there's flexibility because um, if some projected developments come to Liberty County, they could help us to help us greatly with the, with the. Yeah, the only ones, of course, won't have flexibility would be the items that are specific right. to tier one projects. Yes. And then there's a process, yeah. obviously, if one of those doesn't come mm -hmm. to fruition, that there's a process for abandonment of that project through public hearing. Yeah. Uh, and using those funds for mm -hmm. something else. So. You know, I'm even thinking about, you know, we were talking with some of our friends in D.C. about some help with some of these projects. So, you know, if that comes in, then, you know, we'll have more room to do other stuff with. But yeah. we, we're working at it at every angle, I promise you. We're working at it at every angle, I promise you. Uh, let me say this, too, very quickly. My, my commission have dirt roads uh, in, in some discussion ACCG. Uh, one neighboring county has over 100 miles of dirt roads. Just at the table talking the other day. Neighboring county, over 100 miles of dirt road. Yeah. And it's kind of like what well, you all say. There are some people who don't want theirs paved. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. And there's some, they, and, but they do, they do a priority list. They, they don't do district. They just do okay. They let the city the county engineer prioritize it, and they follow the recommendation. We used to do that, remember? When we got away from that, we 
you know, kind of let each commissioner have their own funds. So well, there are different ways of doing it, but I just want to let you know that there's neighboring kind of over 100 miles, you know, of dirt roads they have. But, Ms. Chevin, on the dirt roads, when, when we did it that way, the mm -hmm. way that you just described, mm -hmm. when we did it that way, um, how much progress did we make then? That's a good. That's a good. Uh, it was a sign. That's a good question I, to compare. You would, were we able to make more progress doing it that way mm -hmm. as versus what we're doing now? I don't, well, I don't no, know. No, you didn't. Uh, actually, it's the cost. The, the cost has prohibited us from yeah. doing any more. Yeah. E either way you look at it, mm -hmm. the cost is the issue. Mm -hmm. So, so, so. Well, I, I, I know when I when I first got on in 2008, and I think we were distributing the the funds based on some calculation, whatever that calculation it was. was. Based but, on uh, the amount of money. But, but, I, but I, um, I paved one, okay, and then I paved another one, and then I paved another one, and, um, you know, getting ready to pave another one. Um, with, the, with the new formula and the old formula, you know, I just did it. I mean, there's nothing magical about it. You, you get a road and you send Trent down there, and next thing you know, it's, it's paved. Yeah, Commissioner Jones. I mean, uh, Stevens. He tonight has got one paved, and it, and he never had to spend a dime on it. That's true. <laughs> Thank you very Don't much. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Really, contribution. I mean, it's, it's nearly halfway. So keep uh, keep all that in mind as we as we. Um, now, and, and and don't forget now we do have T spots on our side. This and time I, I was gonna say, right. yeah. let's let's look yeah, at T spots and then too. with all the respect, if we have sixty or seventy. Miles of roads and it's gonna cost a million dollars for a mile. This can't be the only function that we look at to pave a road. You know, I mean, we're we're really just trying to start thinking outside the box to look at how how we tackle that. In my opinion, I'll close with this before we go. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Before we go to executive session. Yes. Right. Um, I read. Uh, Today's Savannah paper has this, and it's good for my friends from, from the east. Good to see y'all. Um, it's Effingham County talking about their growth, and here's what um, one of their county leaders said. He said, having all the housetops is good, but if you don't bring in development and commercial to offset that, you are in trouble. Exactly. That's what he said. He said, housetops, that's good. He said, but if you don't have some commercial... And development to bring it in, bring it, because they they require a lot less. They bring in income. They don't, you know. But house tops, they require services and services and services. Mm -hmm. So he said, if you don't balance it, you are in trouble. Taxes, you're in trouble. And I, you know, that's a wake up call for Liberty County, because we're building houses like crazy. Yeah, but we better work. Make sure we work to bring in, you know. We we've got them, Mr. Yeah. Chairman. But I can tell you, the. I went this morning to a place and they didn't open up till six o'clock, and they've always been open twenty-four hours a day, and they said that they closed at six o'clock now. Yeah. So I mean, there's businesses that, that you have that the employees that they'll tell you right now they're not working. The staffing. Yeah. They said there's more money for them to stay at the house. Mm -hmm. That's one of our biggest issues right now. Yes. Now, I don't know how we'll ever nationwide change it. Change it around, but get it back to where it was. I don't know if it's going to happen. I don't either. <laughs> All right. For the sake of time, uh, Chair Taylor, motion. A, a, before we go into executive session, anything else? With just a couple of reminders. Um, budget workshop uh, on the tenth. That's this week. Uh, no, twelve, starting at twelve o'clock. The fifth. The fifth is Thursday. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I got next week. I'm sorry. I'm looking. And then we then we've got actually one on the tenth, I believe, and one on the twelfth. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Budget meet. Yeah. Budget work. We get extra money for that. <laughs> and there's also uh, the board of assessors. I think y'all were probably copied on that mail. The board of assessors had requested a joint meeting of the boards, and so right now that schedule for uh, the tenth next Tuesday at eleven o'clock. 10th, 11th, okay. And I'll be sending out a reminder. Thank you. Yes, sir. Uh, Mr. Chair. So, so yes. that's two things on the 10th. Uh, Commissioner yes. Jones, confirm that date of the, what, 12th? They use that for the budget here and again. Uh, the, I don't have that on my calendar, this, but the 5th, it, the 5th the this week, Thursday. this Thursday. Mm -hmm. 12 to 5. Mm -hmm. And then you've got one on the 10th and one on the 12th that was on that schedule. That's the 10th. Mm -hmm. That's the meeting, right? Sure. All three of them starts. All three of them starts at 12. Mm -hmm. uh, I had I had the 12th down there at two o'clock. Did we change that? Okay, we'll, we'll confirm I that. I got the 12th at 12, 12 o'clock. I had 12. We'll, we'll confirm Thursday. that with you. But I know this Thursday. It's yes. Mm -hmm. Mr. Chair. Yes, sir. Uh, let's not. For those who can attend the uh, honoring. At the Bribery Park for Mr. Rutherford on the 15th at 3 o'clock. Thank you. 15th? On the 15th at 3 o'clock. Sunday. It's on Sunday. Sunday. Okay. Yeah, and uh, Joey, I, um, I got saw an email from Maria about the, the board appointments. I think she said she was waiting on something from maybe it was LCPC or something that, um, and she sent it out. At about two o'clock, but um, and we got this packet. So um, I guess on the next agenda, if we got some um, some appointments, we we can make it okay. on the next meeting back. Okay, yes, sir. Right, so yeah. That'd be fine. I, I I just hate that um that we couldn't do it tonight. I mean that's we we, we kind of <laughs> getting slack a little bit, slack a little bit. You, but, but, you, oh, but but I, I got I the email. On there. She, she, uh, she yeah. didn't she didn't she didn't get it to us to two o'clock. That, that's, <laughs> that, that's why you, you know. Well, you know. Mr. Chairman, I think because if it was at one, y'all would be if, done. If it was at one thirty, <laughs> Chairman, I think if they had got it last week, they wouldn't be ready. But it, it was actually two twenty one. <laughs> Something else, sir? Uh, executive session for personnel and land acquisition. That's it. All right. Okay. So, Can I a motion that we uh, go into executive session to discuss land acquisition? So move. Second. Okay. All in favor? All right. Are, Excuse me. Let's right. go get it out.
superintendent motion to come out of executive session back in the regular session? So moved. Second? Second. All in favor, raise your right hand, please. There being nothing to report, Chair, turn the motion to adjourn. So moved. Second. All in favor? Second. All right. All right. Yeah, if you, if, if we.